is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Panthers Nation Podcast here on the Panthers Nation Network. And at least I'd say the biggest thing that's gone on since we last convened was the fact that NFL will finally, finally allow for alternate helmets and for secondary paint. And that was something that I've been wanting forever. I don't know about y'all. Oh yeah, man. Look, you got you think think about all the amount of concepts that we've had at least in Panthers Nation about the different type of uniforms we could we, we could roll with. It's a step in the right direction for the NFL. They seem to they seem to be getting what the fans want, want to see, and they seem to be acquiescing and, and, and starting to come into their own now. And you know, you know, it's open up the league a little bit more. I I, I I think it's good. I think it's good for the game. Yeah, you know, it kind of goes back to our Madden talk that we were having last podcast with, you know, we were talking more about the gameplay and the franchise mode and stuff, but in Madden, you can get in there before your game and mix and match all these different uniforms like there's no tomorrow, and they couldn't even do that in the NFL, so I guess Madden was ahead of the time there on that, but I'm just interested to see because the combinations are going to be endless with a lot of these different helmets that, you know, we really haven't seen in, in years, and along with some of these new jerseys that have been rolling out, I'm really interested to see um, some of the different aesthetics we get, especially versus teams who are playing a lot of different colors out there so for you guys i'm wondering what panthers combos do you guys want to see well first of all, i mean like you're saying that i mean i've been playing with the blue jerseys with the white pants for years before we'd even done that i love those from the get-go and then just started with the white pants or the white jerseys and the black pants that was one i never thought about that looks really really cool when they actually put it in and it was, whenever we wear those and those two sets, the funniest part was like whenever we wear the blue and the white, those always seem to be really high-scoring games against teams we shouldn't be doing well against. The things that come to mind are like the Jaguars back when their defense was still something. Back out yeah. of the Ravens when everyone thought the Ravens was like the team. Yeah. And came in and knocked them out of the water. I remember that was great. And then there's another one. And then like with the white and the black pants, those were like those come from behind games. Like that, that Eagles game is one that always comes to mind when we wear that combination. Or Cam's coming back from three touchdown deficit, you know, going into the third into the fourth quarter. And there was a couple other games like that too. Or like when we beat the Bucks out in London, um, wearing that same uniform combo. And what I'm 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 excited to see because I think Tepper is 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 someone who's done this because we saw, you know, when Tepper came in. That was the, the kind of the change. The only thing we did before him was add the black pants. And even then, we barely wore those at all. And they never really ever went well when we would wear all black. But when Tepper came in, we immediately started seeing, you know, why haven't we done this? Why have we never done this? Why is it, you know, six straight weeks of white on white and then, you know, one blue jersey week and then six more weeks of, you know, of black jerseys? He was starting to make some out. So I wouldn't honestly be surprised if we saw like an under the radar, like not a whole promo with it, like a helmet, just a different helmet color. Oh, for sure. I, mean, the, I think the black helmet is definitely coming. I think that's 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 the helmet we've all been clamoring for for years. It's a it's an obvious one to pick. I think I mean you you I mean obviously you can see the the you know the the teal head the teal blue helmets also come in at some point. Uh, the other than that, I think. I, those are those are the only two helmet colors I would think the Panthers would would go out to use. Anything else may, may be a little too much. But again, I mean, it's I, I'm just happy that at this point, you know, cause I think about college football. College football, they they've allowed, you know, they they have free range with their uniforms. And and the fact that you have teams that can that they can go do, you know, army fatigue uniforms, gray uniforms, and just adding all different types of all different types of colors. And you look at the NBA, where well, the NBA they do. You know, city specific colors. Like you know, they they just come in and they let you do anything you want to do with these uniforms, and that's and that's a part. That's a big part of you know jersey sales. Like you know, because it's all right. Our colors are great, cool, but I don't want to keep buying the same jersey over and over. You know, and and, and at a certain point, I want to see a different design. I want to see a different color that's gonna that's gonna exude that is gonna in, entice me to go buy a new jersey. The jersey number change was huge for one, allowing guys to wear the college numbers and what and where and wear numbers. You know, one through ten. Even if you were at a at a position like linebacker, the the, the, the number change is huge, and and now the the jersey change with, with the, the helmet change is going to be even bigger as far as changing up the scheme of the jerseys. So I'll tell you, with the number thing, like you're saying, could you imagine if you know obviously he wasn't what are we supposed to be, but could you imagine if Clowney came out of the gate wearing seven with the tech, like could you the jersey sales would be through the roof. And this is what I've always talked about is that it's all Nike, and I don't understand where the disconnect is when you see the jersey sales and the freedom they get in college and in the NBA. You can't tell me the NBA has not made billions of more dollars by making different city jerseys every year. They're not even changing that much. And they're and, and sometimes, you know, they don't always follow through because some it's it's weird. It's almost up to like 
I don't know if it's a if it's a partnership with the team and or maybe like a Nike team in that city. Like think about you know for like for Charlotte for example, there was one you know last year before these ones they had the Hornets had their there was gray and it just said C H A on it. It was atrocious. No one it was it was stupid looking, but. This year they took a huge step with the Mint City. You had people in New York and LA buying those things. There, I would have never thought of Mint and Gold jerseys for the Hornets. So that's a, a practice. I think they should apply to the NFL uh, city jerseys. Could you imagine Indi- like the Colts with you know checkers like the Indianapolis 500 going up the sides there, or like the Titans? I'll tell you, or like the Titans will tell you something like that. You know, maybe some like music notes going through, or some neon Broadway on their jerseys, like. The, the possibilities, if you're willing to do so, are endless. And I think that's where, in an area when, at a time when NFL is starting to fall off a little bit, but they're trying to still reach that younger demographic year in and year out, that's the easy way of doing so is coming in for these different things that, you know, you don't think would apply that much, but then in reality, they actually a whole lot. And I think that's what you can see here. And that's also what I'm going to talk about with, in terms of, it's also not even about just, you know, jersey changes or, I mean, uh, like logo or like, you know, paint schemes. Talk maybe on the logos too, you know, because that was a big thing in terms of changing up the stickers, maybe changing up stuff like for the throwbacks, but also maybe even providing for alternate logos. Like for the Panthers, you could see some like maybe blue scratches going down a black helmet. I think that could look really cool. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of different options, um, you know, going forward. And I kind of, you know, even if we miss on some different combinations, some different Jersey, um, you know, styles and helmets. Um, if the more we do, the better, the more we get out there, we can find what works and find what doesn't. Because um, like you said, you know, the young demographic that we're at least trying to get it and it's just going to boost, you know, ratings, boost, and, you know, viewers. Um, that's what they really want to do and make more money at the end of the day. So I'm surprised this, um, you know, the, jersey number thing and the helmet swap um hasn't came earlier but i guess maybe maybe came in a time now with you know covid and trying to recover from a down year um earnings wise maybe you know these these different uh helmets and jersey uh styles will help bring in some of that more revenue for them oh yeah, sure. there you go uh, I, 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 I'm about to say for sure, man. Can you think about I, 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 like like you said, it's all you know. With, with it being a down year with COVID, a lot of money was lost. A lot, a lot of money was lost, and like how we were talking about with 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 the mint jerseys for the Charlotte Hornets, and how you would see people in different areas wear, wear these jerseys. The biggest thing is that you know in the NFL, NFL is so re, it's such a regional based sport that you don't see too many. Like I don't see too many Dolphins jerseys around around this area. I don't see too many Rams jerseys around this area. Whereas the NBA. It's universal across the country where, you know, I may just wear a jersey just because I like the style of it. And, 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 that's, and that's, that's the type of thing you need to, you need to start pushing to. That's why the NBA is more of a global sport and more and more widely accepted than, than the NFL because the NFL is such a regional-based sport to where people only wear the jerseys of teams that are in their area, and it limits how much you're actually going to make. Charlotte's a small area. The Southeast is not a big region. We only got North Carolina and South Carolina that's, gonna, that's really going to buy Panthers gear. If you make a jersey that's that, that's good enough for a guy like me that likes to wear just different type of jerseys, or I wear, I wear throwbacks, I wear a lot of throwback stuff. So I like to wear jerseys from anybody. So if you make it to where it's it's, it's more fashionable for everybody else in different areas to, to you know to wear it, you also add more visibility, more visibility to small market teams like a Jacksonville, like a Carolina, like like a lot of these teams that are in really no man's land places as far as like you know you know media and culture. And, and that's the thing, too, is like you see – and that's the NBA's had NFL beat on that for decades. I mean, you see more – in terms of creativity, you see more Toronto Raptors, you know, throwback jerseys than you might see certain NFL jerseys. Same with the Jazz, same with the Hornets. You know, you see all – because they were just – they're beautiful. They're just so, like, amazing looking. And to the point where, like, you know, people just want to wear it just to look like that. And so for the NFL, you could even do it that way. It'd be interesting how you do it because there would be some, you know, fan bases clamoring for one, you know, like, ooh, would the, the, you know, Ravens get to wear old Baltimore Colts uniforms? Would the Texans get to wear old uniforms? What you could do is with a lot of the way the redistribution of the NFL was, like back in the, in the, in the old day, there was an original football team. Wasn't in the league that we see now, but for the Hornet or for Charlotte, which was the Charlotte Hornets, and it was literally like yellow and blue and black 
you could even go that as far as like, you know, paying homage to the history of some of these teams, like, you know, maybe the Canton Bulldogs or the Canton Ghosts, like putting in some of right. those, like you saw the Packers do or the Jets do with the New York Titans, you know, and for the Panthers even, well, I might not necessarily like it, something that could be cool for if you're trying to do both Carolinas, pay some homage to the fact that the first stadium they played in was at Clemson. Put some or I'm saying I'm serious. Put some orange yeah. in the color scheme, and I guarantee you, you'd sell a good amount of jerseys down in South Carolina if you had an orange panther or even an orange paw, you know, on a panther jersey. I mean, and, and something you could do. And so the one thing I'm, and I think they waited just so for Julio, Derek, and AJ Brown to all be on the same team. I I need the Tennessee Oilers, not the Houston. I can get I can get too, but you, you know what I'm talking like the AFL, the mm-hmm. sky blue helmets with the white and the sky blue and red, like the Oilers, old Oilers is cool. But I need that Tennessee Oiler, that old AFL, on Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and Adrian Brown. I need, I need to see it. Oh yeah, that's like, sure. that's gonna be crispy, bro. That is just so many different, it's so many endless possibilities. Like, I, I've have you, have you seen like like the like the alternate uniform the Patriots have, like the '90s uniform the Patriots have. That is, that's probably the most underrated uniform that I've seen. The '90s Patriots uniform with yeah, the big you. with a big with a big Patriot on the shirt. Yes. Oh, the Drew Bledsoe, please. Thank you. That is the most underrated jersey combination I've seen in NFL. Nobody, I, I just don't think it gets talked about just talked about enough as far as this overall NFL uniform. That may be one of the best ones I've seen. My little brother hates it. I'm like, are you? the colors are insane. The stripes, like almost like soccer stripes going on the side with the white and then the red and blue. When you have numbers with two tones surrounding the number. The number five. I love the number the five. It's amazing. Like it's, and then, or even if I see Cam in the old, you know, Boston Patriot, if I see that with the red and the white, like that's mm-hmm. so cold. It, it's it, it's just too many cold. It's too many cold uniform combinations that the NFL has just kind of wasted. I, I even I going back to '96 Jets uniforms. They changed the green. It was it was a lighter green. They tried to do that with the New Jersey that they have now, but that just specific that old uniform that '96 Jet uniform, bro. Eh, I've seen I. It, it, it is a lot of uniform combinations, bro. That I wish that they, that I hope that teams start to bring back and get creative. You know, like, like you said, you know, bring back some of the pay homage to, to your cities and pay homage to the, to what what your franchise were was. You know, you know, 30, 40 years ago, and bring and bring back some stuff that like you know everybody's gonna is gonna want to see and wear. It's, I mean, like, and they used to do that, and I don't know what like with the throw, and because don't I don't want to hear the crap of oh it screwed up you know concussion protocol. You're putting paint on a helmet. I you don't like. It takes two seconds, or like, because think about like some of the things that like, like RG three with those leather painted matte helmets for the for the Redskins. You remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Like those, oh, yeah. those were insane. Those were so. And I don't know why they've the NFL seems to do, like with color rush. They seem to do this too. I was I loved the color rush. I thought that was great. I understand that. I guess maybe they were. I think they should maybe allowed it for games other than Thursday night. I think that might have been the problem where they were trying to spice up Thursday night. But then you got. <laughs> If I saw one more, if I saw one more game where the Titans were playing in their sky blue with the Jaguars mustard bowl, yeah, just quit. You know, you could have said Thursday night if you quit putting the Jaguars on with, with that with that with that mustard. It's a pretty game. Like there are not a whole lot of things that are determined in this world and are permanent in this world, but I could guarantee you, I would bet my firstborn son on the fact that the Titans and the Jags would be playing Thursday night. Year in and year out, it's and, and Jeff will attest. It's the, it's the oddest thing. So he always knew he had a prime time game. He might not have been a good one, but he would always have a prime time game. And that's when I think one of the first times that you know Derek broke it out for that long. So I'm just excited for them to get back to just being creative and making things more exciting because you just like it just makes the games more fun to watch. And I mean, like to the point where you couldn't do it with like the fields, like with the NBA with their courts that they do with the city jerseys. Like that's ridiculous, and it brings and when you have especially like the NFL has a lot, I'd say, more historic fan bases than maybe basketball, maybe not college football, but in terms of like you know maybe definitely more so than basketball, probably beating yeah. baseball here, I'd say. So if you were to give like you know Bills fans runs at the Marshawn Lynchers, you know, the, those era, you know, with the red helmets, like fans eat that stuff up, and and they would. That's, I just. I don't know. That's what I would expect to see. And I mean, you're seeing around the league where teams are excited. Also, we never talked about this, and I just mentioned it. Or I must have missed it. When did the Bengals get new uniforms, and do we like them or do we not? Because I, uh, they're odd. I about to say I let Tyler shoot first on this one. 
Yeah, we um so last year was the year where all these new jerseys were rolling out and most of them we didn't like. Um I you know, the Falcons were one of them. Um but yeah, the Bengals got new jerseys this year. I saw that. I don't know how long ago that was. Um a little bit ago though and um you know, I was surprised. I was happy with them. Um I was expecting I saw they got the new jerseys. I'm like, "Oh, these are going to be terrible." I ended up, you know, looking at it and it's not too bad. So, um it makes sense, you know, that they did it uh kind of a new era there. At least they're hoping, you know, Joe Burrow and different hoping it'd be different there which is uh the goal but you know i you know i didn't mind them uh it's been you know kind of rough with these new jerseys but it's uh, you know it's the time to change it up and get younger and get new with these jersey looks so you know i, I think they're good and taking a step in the right direction there and you know hopefully they add some alternates or something something like that yeah i like the jerseys i i, I think they're Way more clean and crisp than I think the Falcons jerseys are. Even though the Falcons jerseys weren't as bad in person, they just they're just still not very good uniforms. This jersey right here, though, for, for the Bengals, I think it's I think it's not it's better than what they've had. I think it's better than what they had because I mean everything about the Bengals franchise is already boring as it is. The uniforms can't be boring too. So this is I mean mm-hmm. it's a nice, nice little spy build, like give us give it a sleeker look. I think it's I think it's nice. I, I, I hopefully they'll you know have you know hopefully they'll play a match their uniforms and maybe we'll start to see a better. Bengals team come, you know, come in the near future. Yeah, you know that. Oh, go ahead, Jack. Oh, yeah, no, the um, the stripes on the side. I'm looking at it again. Um, their old jerseys kind of had that, you know, that that orange patch with the stri- black stripes. And now we got um, the black jersey and the orange stripes. I think that's a nice change up, and it looks a little bit cleaner, especially because it's just looks a little bit more free around the arms. Yeah, <laughs> that's my uh, jersey analysis for today. <laughs> well, I, 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 oh, go ahead, Jack. The white ones remind me of the Falcons all white. Like it's almost like a similar font, I'd say. Yeah. But I mean, I've always I've always thought the Bengals like they had some of the most unique and cool jerseys. I've always like their helmet is one of my favorite helmets because that's just not so there's no logo, there's no it's just stripes like a tiger. And I've always thought that's cool. Like I love their color rush that they had, you know, with the all white, and I think they kind of took a step oh, yeah. from that. They had a lot going on with the sleeves. I've liked that they've just kind of toned that down a little bit. The the numbers are a little big, but like that's so. Then we've talked about this last time. I mean, and we show we we had a picture that uh, Shantice had sent in. Some of the people had done with some concepts for new Panthers jerseys. I mean, I I don't ever say like I personally. I I think even if I wasn't from Charlotte, I mean the the Panthers colors, the Panthers color scheme at least is one of my favorite. The jerseys, mm-hmm. like I feel like the colors make it so you don't have to do a lot with the jerseys, and it, it all kind yeah. of pops. I was never the biggest fan of the gray pants. It's kind of when we really those a lot. Yeah. Where those even the came hat- from didn't really make sense either. Yeah, no, the the gray, like, because there was no gray in the logo. There was no gray. I'd love to see, also, I was thinking about it for logos, like, somehow incorporating the full panther, you know, that we used to have, like, you had the head and they had the full panther with it. I don't know how you would incorporate it, but I would be yeah. fine with that. But just maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, taking out some of the gray, maybe adding in more. I'd love to just see more blue. I think the black and the blue, like, nobody has that blue in the NFL. You know, the no, nobody does, to... and it's no it's an interesting that. discussion because um, we have we have I think the best colors, and you know you don't want to overdo it, but I think there's a lot of potential for different alternates. And another you know aspect that they these guys have to deal with with the, these jobs is like okay, considering what you wear under the lights, that's kind of why the Thursday night jerseys look a little bit different with that glare on it. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of different aspects to it that um, I'd be interested to kind of hear about from somebody that works in, in that area. But um, but yeah, we, we have a lot of potential with those colors. So I, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't want a jersey that goes over the top with all these different bright colors all over the place. But, you know, that, that blue and black is just it has a lot of potential. Well, I mean, well, did you guys take a look at the like the old concept jerseys that uh, that Ian sent to us with the with, with, with the with the blue and the silver numbers? I did. I, I kind of like the silver kind of popped with the blue board around it. I, th- I think you could do something. If, if, look, if you're gonna have silver, if we're gonna keep the silver helmet. That's the thing. If we're gonna if we're gonna keep that type of helmet, let's let's incorporate it. In, let's really incorporate it into the color scheme because I mean, before I didn't. You know, like a lot of us, I didn't really know why we had the silver pants because it, it, they, for one, they just didn't look good. I just think I'm, they, they, they wasn't a good combination with the black. I didn't like it. Didn't really care for it. And we only would wear them with the black jerseys anyway. So I, I didn't really understand it. But I mean, if we're gonna, if we're gonna have the, the silver in there, let's go all the way with it and let's go incorporate it into the actual jersey scheme instead of just the pants. Now, then, would you want to see? Because they, they were doing this on the on NFLShop.com for a while, and I never remember. Like, I don't know why, because they didn't like use any of them but for the longest time 
they had like uh, they had like certain it was like fashion jerseys. So the Titans had like some red versions of their jerseys, which were actually really cool. I'd love to see that. Um, but like for us, there was a gray one, kind of like the Lions color rush, where it was gray with black numbers, and then the like black stripes and little and and blue um, and blue like uh, surrounding the stripes. And so it was just full grayscale. And I don't know, maybe you wore like the black. I don't know, like. You have to find that for me. I, I I need to see what that looks like. I don't even know if I'd have to look at you'd have to look up like Panthers gray jerseys. Yeah, I, I don't even know if that would pop up anymore because it, I don't even know if they sell them anymore. Let um let me see. Yeah, Panthers gray fashion jerseys is what I'm gonna call it. Um uh, there is none of the ones well, I, I'm looking at some, right? I'm looking at one right now. I, I don't know if this is what you're talking about. But it's none, of the ones that, none of the ones I'm seeing right now are the ones that I had seen back in the time. Then they, I mean, it was, like, it was quite literally just like, oh, here, like this one you can kind of, like if you. Yeah, that's one, that's one of what I'm looking at right now. I don't know. I don't know why Rashawn Melvin would be wearing zero. I don't know why. <laughs> is that even? Is that a? So assuming like it's kind of subtle. Like I mean, it's kind of cool. I don't know if you do like an all gray or like a gray with like black or something. But I will say for the silver helmets, like when you think about, I mean, like I never really knew where it came from either. But the the time I liked them the most was when we were doing our color rush. They popped the most when we were doing the all blue. Like with the all black, I would like to see like an all like if we were gonna do a black helmet. I would be okay with only wearing it when we wore all black or maybe when we wore the white jerseys and the black pants. Because for me, and Shanti's can maybe test, for the Gamecocks, whenever like our helmet color matches our pants color and there's a different jersey color, but it's my favorite. Titans, they're, they're light blue jerseys with the navy blue number and their navy blue pants and their navy blue. It looks so crisp. Like, there's something about monochromatic uniforms, but there's also something about like the – symmetry from top to bottom yeah so like if we were to look black with like our our white jerseys and black pants that would go so hard that would go insane the only thing i wouldn't want to see really is like a white helmet yeah if we were to do blue, if we were to do blue i would be okay with like maybe chrome blue now would is that i didn't read the, like the guidelines restrictions is chrome available again the because they did they did had chrome logos with certain colorist teams you know it was weird like the jets had a chrome just just the logo was chrome it was very odd but if Chrome could come back in the mix, maybe if we had like, like some like almost like Middle Tennessee kind of gray Chrome, like now that yeah. I could be amenable to. Oh, man, it's with with this. I don't. I don't know. Carolina. I think like, that's how I said. It's hard for Carolina just because the jerseys, our, our jerseys itself, they really, there is really, there really isn't a flaw with the, the jerseys that we have. We probably have the best uniform common combos in the league. It's like, what can you do now that wouldn't Mess it up, you know. Honestly, I mean, maybe just more. Maybe with the stripes, like maybe we had our own like kind of scrub going on or something like that. The the style of the of the Bengals, like that would fit really well with our scheme. Yeah. It's like subtle, but it pops for the colors, and you supply the different combinations. Like I, I to a point don't like how kind of like almost simplistic some of them are. Like with the Falcons and the new Jags ones, like yeah. it's like trying to make it like more sleek but then it kind of makes it lifeless or kind of you know like soulless if that makes sense like the titans like the titans and the seahawks i think they upgraded their uniforms the right amount to where it wasn't like you know watching and the end of the year 2000 but it wasn't like you know the bucks or the jags were like oh my god like this is gross and then to the point where like you know the bucks and the browns reverted like the point where they revert back to what they used to be same with the jags and then so for like the falcons and the, and the browns or the falcons and the, and the Bengals. I don't know, it just seems kind of empty to me. Does that make sense? Like the Chargers yeah. and the Rams, way too. I know we have different opinions on the Rams, but for the, I mean, the Chargers are the, one of the best examples of it. They, they put in every, they put in the history, the colors, like the design. So if we were even to maybe like do something with our helmets, like we just had a black, imagine we just had black helmets, like matte black, no logos and just a cat scratch going for the stripes, like you three know. going outside. Like I would love that. You, you know, Again, you know what, like you said, what's happening with the new uniforms is that they are going with a more simplistic style. I wasn't a fan of the Rams uniforms. I still not a fan of them now. And I, I, when I think about these old school uniforms, I think about 
think about the the a throwback Washington uniform with the arrow. Love that That's, one. Like, like you gotta. I miss the uniforms where they went used to go all out. Go like be extra. Like, I mean, th- th- there's because that. God, I mean, I, I just feel like a lot of these jerseys are just t- they look like t-shirts. I can just like what I'm saying. Buy the t-shirt form than just going to get the jersey. I mean, I, the, the jerseys are just so kind of just eh. Like it's nothing. Like it's nothing that makes them pop. Like, nothing makes them like. Like the, the, that Bengals jersey we just we just looked at, I think it's better for them because they had a little too much going on. But for a lot of these teams, simple going with the simplistic style just won't it, it won't cut it as far as like who's gonna wear this, like who's gonna like who's gonna buy this outside of your fan base. Like you got to think about I, other than your fan base, does this look good to wear on the streets on on, on, on a regular day? And if that and if it's yeah. just too simple and it's just and it's just too plain. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, nobody's nobody's gonna really be enticed to go buy that, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, looking at the NFL compared to the NBA, I think that's the biggest difference. Where you know, I probably think the NBA has gone a little bit over the top with some of the stuff. Um, and the NFL, I think, has been conservative, like very conservative in upgrading the jerseys where they're just very afraid to go overboard. It's okay if you miss on a couple that are just you know, you don't you don't use after one game, like. You know, looking back, probably the most over-the-top jersey recently was probably maybe the Seahawks Thursday night with the whole neon green. Like that was that was over the top. So a lot of people probably won't like it, but um, they try and they you know, I, for, you know, might as well try some things out. You know, that's another uniform too. The old school Seahawks uniforms from like the late seventies, early eighties. Oh my! God. They're amazing. Are you kidding? The the freaking like the Steve Largent. I I need that. I need to see Russell in that. Even honestly, if you wanted to go the same design but with that color scheme, yeah. they if you want to change anything about that uniform. Whatever your weird shoulder triangle crap is, if you want to keep that, keep it. And the numbers like that. But do you just give me that gray, blue, and green? And that's like, it's like it's like you know how cars they don't make cars in cool colors anymore. They don't make cars in those teal they used to make, and now they're just everyone's gray. Like. Just do something to be. It's like it look, the NFL went from like you know McDonald's when we were a kid to McDonald's now. There's no, there's no heart. There's no life man, in it. There's no look, man. There's a playpen. Ain't no. Ain't, the toys look whack. Looks like an airport. Yeah, exactly, bro, man, fam. There is no. Why does McDonald's like a five star restaurant now? Like, man, where, where's the, where's the? We oh, know where we're going. Where's Ronald at? Where, where Ronald? Where, where the hamburger? We need all that. Can't just be out here working. We can't just be out here with the little M. Oh, come on, man. Rivers would not step one foot in these new McDonald's. No, man. Could they look at all? They look they're like an office. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's like, I don't know where the joy went in this world. We just need some joy back. Bring back the diners and bring back the cool classic cars. Give me those teal convertibles. That's what I need. And I need it from the NFL because the NFL used to do it. There was a time NFL was on some crack. They allowed, they were, they allowed the Raiders to wear silver jerseys with their silver pants. They were allowed the Saints. To wear Vegas gold jerseys, you. But you have to, like Tyler said, you're gonna miss. And the thing about the misses are, the thing about the misses is that, are that people will still love. Them. There's gonna be a crowd of people that still gonna love those the misses. Like eat like the 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 all neon green that that should have never came to fruition. But again, it look it works for somebody. Somebody likes it. Somebody's gonna go fight to go get that jersey someday, 10, 10 15 years down the road. It's gonna work for somebody, and it's the thing like you have to try it. That's the thing. Like the NBA, they missed a lot. Like, like remember the sleeve jerseys they had? That was a miss. They, they, they missed the sleeve a- jerseys. Oh my god! sleeve jerseys. That was nasty. That was nasty years right there. They missed, but it. But again, you had to keep trying because again, like look the Hornets for example. Like we just like you just talked about. They missed a good bit, but they finally hit. And when they hit, it hits. And you'll forget. And when you finally get the hit, you'll forget all about the misses. That's what I'm saying. Like, you would never, never in a million years would I thought you would again see. What I thought you would see Brooklyn wearing jerseys that look like the subway. Like, what? You would never in a million years think they or had, like bed sty stuff, you know? Like, I don't think yeah, they, had, they, had, they, they, had the big, they had the big inspired uniforms. But, like, they, the NBA just goes all out to paying homage and being like with the times and with the culture. And that's the biggest, that's been the biggest issue the NFL's had. And, and it's and it all kind of goes to to some things on the on the higher up end where you have these owners that are 70, 80, who at one point, you know, we ain't gonna say it, but you know, you know, yeah, you know, 
So, I mean, the, the mindset trickles down, and they don't want to change certain things. They like to keep the things in a, certain, in a certain way, which is why for Carolina, I think, you know, you know, I, th- I thank Richardson for what he did to bring this team to the Carolinas. But again, it was it was necessary to for the for the progress of the franchise. You have to get you have to get rid of some of these old mentalities, and that's and that's the issue with a lot of these franchises that they're owned by guys that are 70, 80 years old that are not with progressing this thing forward. If it if it works, they're not they're not looking to change it. But I think I think everybody's waiting on the NFL to, to try to, to come to terms that that you have to move more towards the modern model. But you know you can still do it in a fashion that's that works for everybody. Because I'm thinking just off the top of my head, you could do. I mean, you're on Mint Street. You could do Mint uniforms like the like the Hornets had. You could do it easy. Maybe not as teal as they had it, but like maybe you're maybe like black with the silver and teal. I'd be down for that. That'd be crazy. You have bank. We're in the Bank of America. It might be a little bit of a corporate side at that point, but do some you know black gray or black, blue, and red ones. Like that would look dope as hell. It make look like, you know, a credit card if you want to. And I mean, also, you know, there's something, I mean, you know, you spend a lot of time on like Instagram or like, you know, all these different things. And you see a lot of these people, there's a bunch of them making like concepts. Could you imagine how insane it would be if like, they did like some of the things they do where you see like, you know, NFL, like with a Bleacher Report put it on, you know, over the summer and it was NFL teams wearing, you know, NBA style, like, you know, for their jerseys, for whatever their team was, you know, Hornets for the Panthers, Grizzlies for the Titans. Could you imagine if you actually saw that in real life? Or I, like- you know who I think would have the hardest, oh, well, I, you know, a uniform I would want to see if they did an NBA NFL crossover, the Packers and the Bucks. I think I, I'm interested to see that. I'm interested I to see what they would. I think because the colors are already similar, I think they would do a good job of transitioning that Bucks uniform over to NFL uniform. I would be, I would be 100 down for that. I think you, there was a bunch of them you could sell, like, I mean, Celtics and Patriots. That's come on, that's that's pretty cool. I'd be okay yeah. with that. Yeah, and then you get some other ones. I, I know the, I think the Bulls and Bears would be kind of hard too. That would be tough. Oh yeah, I think like, that, would, that that would look fly though. Like Justin Fields with a red, black, and C. Oh my god! I think that would go. That would just that, that would, would go. That would kind of go crazy. Or then even like you know paying homage to some of like the schools that are in the area. You know, like you have some Chapel Hill ones or some for the Panthers or some stuff like that. Like I don't know. I just think that would go crazy, and it's not to the point where it even matters. But like it's just like I again. So now I need to whenever the Titans play the Texans because the Texans had were in the works, and I mentioned that because there's that could be a thing. The Texans were talking about trying to wear Houston Oilers uniforms, and their arm was like, are. Who, no, what? Who are you? Like, that's not your team. So to wear like Titans to wear Oilers jerseys against, and no problem is I wish we had I wish we had Cam to do something cool with because there are certain players like that yeah. uniforms look Ooh. cool. Like Derek yeah. Henry, Cam Newton, Aaron Donald, like them wearing the jerseys looks a lot better than other people. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be excited about seeing a Sam Darnold <laughs> in anything. I'll be honest. It's just not that, like the swag ain't uh, he ain't gonna give it to me like how. He ain't going to give it up like how, you know, certain players going to give it up. Like the Julio and the Oilers uniforms is going to be phenomenal. That's going to be mm-hmm. beautiful. That like, all, like seeing him, like I said, seeing him, Derek, and, and AJ, I, you're not winning that game. I'm sorry. If they're if they're pulling up an Oilers jersey, I don't care. They could win the Super Bowl in those jerseys with that team. I promise you that. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing keeping them down is Ryan Tannehill also wearing the jersey. You know, you, know, I, you know, I honestly wouldn't mind. Teams going with alternate uniforms for Super for that's another thing. Hmm. It's your big. It's the biggest game of the year. It's the biggest stage. I understand it's, but I get it though. I get it. I get it. Superstition part of it. But like, look at the look at the NBA. Like they're wearing. I mean, the Hawks were wearing. You know, their throwbacks during. I mean, and it's not the finals yet. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe, and because also might break the you know the the stigma of whoever's what is it? Whoever's wearing the home or the away jerseys has won like. 12 out of the last 13 or something like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. and that's another thing too, is in terms of like the next step they need to take is just, it's just like, get your stick out of, get the stick out of the mud. The next step they need to take is allowing the custom face masks and tinted visors again for actual gameplay. Yeah. They, they gotta go. I think, they, I think they gotta let the cleat thing go to at some point. Like mm-hmm. wearing yeah. uniform cleats. Like yeah, you you yeah. I think a lot of these guys are wearing some of the designs and stuff that they have because some of these guys have like that. That's a big selling point for a lot for for a lot of kids. Like think about the cam, like what cam would do with the unarmed with the unarmed cleats back in the days. A lot of people, a lot of kids bought those cleats. I mean, I used to, like when you hit the seven on seven circuit, you would see a lot of kids in these in these Superman and these Superman under armor cleats. 
Like yeah, he knew he knew the kid you're going up to. If the kid looked right, and then he had those on. You're like, well, I'm not getting out of this one alive. This yeah. is gonna hurt. Yeah, you got you got you you got some guys when they pulled up, you knew you knew what time it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, that kind of goes to what we were talking about. It was just making the game newer for these younger fans. And at the end of the day, people aren't going to like them, but um, people aren't going to like the New Jerseys. But everything looks a lot better when you're winning. And a good example of that is the Rams. Um, I wasn't a big fan of them when they first released, but. You know, once we started to see the Rams throughout the season, they started to win and their defense was amazing. Um, started to like those jerseys, Aaron Donald rocking it, and it goes along with the players too. It's, you know, it looks a lot better if you're wearing these custom jerseys, custom helmets. Um, you, you know, if you end up wearing different cleats or different gear, it's all going to look a lot better if you're winning. So, and you know, the losing teams lives. might be, you know. I mean, and it brings yeah. new lives into these teams. I mean, you look like, like the Chargers. I mean, they were stuck in limbo for a good two, three years there where they couldn't get out of that second spot behind the Chiefs, and they're still not out of it. But with Justin Herbert coming in and with those new uniforms, you can tell there's a revitalization of that area. Same thing happened in Seattle and Tennessee. Seattle was doing – I mean, they were doing okay. They you know made the Super Bowl, and then they had done a little bit for nothing. Then, like, the Legion of Boom was, like, building up. But then when they put, dropped those new uniforms – with the league, I mean, that's when Seattle came back on the map. And same for Tennessee, you know, stuck in the playoff wildcard limbo. And now they're, you know, actual contenders. And I think and that's also another thing for terms of Cam's impact. We never talk about that as enough. No one was wearing signature cleats. No one had signature cleats to sell from a brand before Cam came onto the scene. Like, there's so many things that have that, that change. Like, you know, just not just it's, it, intricacies that you really want to think about. Like, guys have a signature cleats. Like you said, was not was not a thing. The only guy thing I can remember having a signature cleat before Cam was Michael Vick. He had one. Yeah, he did. He had one way back in the day. But that's but, but that's big because that's a, like the marketing portion of. Now I talked about the money in the bank. I like the marketing portion of doing doing more things with your uniforms and things like that. Like you gotta really you gotta find your stars and market your stars better because aside from quarterbacks. There, there's a handful of guys that get marketed as stars in the, in the NFL besides quarterbacks, and it really that may be like a Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, JJ Watt, and mind you, you got some guys who are who are great players. Like Stephon Gilmore doesn't get marketed like a star; he gets marketed like a like a like a secondary type of like a secondary type of player that like that, that you think is you know he's oh he's good but not great. But I mean he's no he's been probably the best corner in the league for the last you know for, probably for the past three seasons. You know, so I think the NFL has got to do a better job with allowing these guys to have more of a personality and, and, and do more, doing more with the uniforms may allow for, you know, more visibility across the board, which may help, you know, brand your next guy. And that's what, and you can tell who like the, 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 you know, the darlings in the NFL were. And, and if you want to say like, you know, all the outside stuff, all the exterior, you know, all that kind of, you know, looking stuff doesn't matter you're wrong because it does matter to a fan base especially the amount of times i would watch sunday night football or monday night football games and they would show you know the montages with the intros of the best players going at how many times i would pray that there was a panther that was going to be on that you know and we would never get that even cam wouldn't be on the list half the time but you'd get you know zeke would come on the scene and oh he's going to be in the montage now like where did he get the ability to do that you know you see what i'm saying like and it just sucks so like when you're in a market like that and you need to draw attention to yourself that's the way you do it is by doing the things that other teams and other organizations aren't is by going all out and, and trying different things. And I think that's something that, you know, the NFL or the Panthers at least, and the NFL as a whole could maybe try to do because like, it's like Derek Henry. I mean, I'm, I'm talking more about the science to fill the Jeff. Like he should be marketed as a huge star yeah. for, the, for the place that he has, and for for the, sure. but he's not. But, but you know, the, but a lot of issue with when it comes down to marketing stars is, you know, some of the, the media aspect and sometimes the fan base aspect of it, because the NFL is more of a, it's more so similar to baseball with the fan bases is more. So it's like, you know, there's a pocket of the fan base that wants things to stay the same. So when you get a guy like Odell that comes in that, you know, aside from, I mean, he has some on the field stuff that I, I wasn't even, I wasn't a fan of, but he was necessary for the NFL. He's the guys like T.O. are necessary for the NFL. Cause you need to have guys that are recognizable outside of the game. Like Odell was so, Oh, that was so recognizable that everybody started copy copy his hairstyle. Yeah, like like that's true. Like you know how you like you you know how huge that is when you have kids. Like these kids are you know nine ten years old and they all want to go walk around with the blonde curly hair, do the one hand catch. That stuff is vital because that that's a guy that can help you carry this game into a more global space. And Odell's one of those one of those those few guys in the NFL that they have that you have that are, that can go overseas 
and people can recognize. Even Tom Brady, for as great as he is, is not a very recognizable guy outside of the U.S. You know, no. pe- people people may know him, but again, he's not very recognize. He's not a very recognizable star. He's just he's just one. Of the, he's just probably the greatest athlete of all time. So that's why that's why that's why you know who he is. Michael Jordan, global star. LeBron James, global star. Kobe Bryant, global star. All these guys play basketball, but you know it's easier to market basketball because there's no helmets. That you get to see their faces. NFL, you're gonna have to work a little bit harder to get these guys the visibility. Like Patrick Mahomes, even he has more. Even he's a little bit more. I see kids hopping his hairstyle too, and that's the biggest thing. Like you know, these guys, how they, how they, their, the fashion part of this game, the game matters so much because kids. That's the first thing kids want to do is dress like their idols. The first thing you want to do if you, if your idols, if your idols rock, rocking this number, the first thing I want to do is rock the same number he rock or this this hair or this hairstyle, these wristbands, these arm sleeves. That stuff matters. So you got to allow the freedom of these guys to do what they want to do to help build to help push the game to the younger generation. I'm saying nothing went harder than Ray Lewis wearing all a blacked out visor and all those bars on his face mask. Like you would, you were seeing. I mean, then you would see guys doing that in college, and when they took it down to college, then you would get you would get freaking custom face masks in in high school. They're paying their own money for their own face masks for helmets when you can get it from the locker room, and they're buying out for that stuff. And that's the craziest part about it. When you have kids willing to change their physical appearance. Because of how you play, that's ridiculous. I have a bone pick because I think, and so I think that's where the NFL has started to do a little bit with you know like these the end zone cams and like these different sideline cams. I think that's a really good idea for them. Oh yeah, because that just allows. Like I know it was a COVID thing. Keep it going because I think you're going to get a lot of and like the fans are going to then now be able to add on to it. And I think that's going to be crazy to see. And it just it, it it's really marketable too. And that's why like you see team social medias and like and teams like. Hype video teams are becoming so much bigger of a thing because you want to see every aspect, both behind the scenes, you know, up close and personal, the different angles, anything aside from broadcast. And switching gears, I want to say one thing because I have a bone to pick. The Checkdown did these like all-time celebration tournament for players, and the finals came down to Cam Superman and Jerry Judy's gritty as the best celebration of all time, and Jerry and Jerry Judy won. Justin Jefferson. All right, excuse me, Justin Jefferson. The gritty, they, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front. The gritty when they came, when they did it at LSU, it was, it was hard. It kind of got watered down once he came to the NFL. I seen too many people doing it. It, it only works if you, it only works if you fight. If you, if you like that, it works. But you can't do it if you ain't, if you weren't on what that LSU team was on in 2019. I ain't gonna lie. No, it ain't even a celebrate a signature celebration because everyone, no one was doing the cam except for the one or two people who did it as you no. know mocking the cam. Yeah, like it, the cam celebration, like it's it's iconic because of, you know it, only one guy can do it. It only matters when one guy does it. The gritty, I can see why it won just because it was a universal thing across the board. Like you got you know when you got the kids doing, it, you always yeah. gonna win when the kids are doing it. When, when the kids are doing it, the Superman thing, it's cool. But the gritty, I ain't gonna lie, it's kind of, ah, it's got a little, it's got, it's got different, it's got different spice to it. Just mm-hmm. more of you know the exterior stuff, talking about numbers. So we saw one thing, you know, Greg Olson made it kind of made a statement about, um, you know, uh, Terrace wearing eighty eight, and he kind of encapsulated. He basically was saying like, you know, it was weird at first because it's always gonna be weird to see someone you know take your number. And I think I thought it was funny that the equipment manager, you know, texted Olson. I was like, hey. Kids going with 88. And I mean, so like I agree with what Greg said. Basically, it was like, you know, a lot of numbers were, or a lot of balls were caught in that number. So you better catch these passes. Like he, he was more so like, I don't want the, you know, pressures of that number to come with the kid. And I think that's interesting to look at. I'll let, I'll let you go first on this one. Yeah, you know, some of the things that were said about it, like in like article titles that we saw around, kind of built it up as a negative thing on Greg, but yeah. I didn't really think so. I think it was just Greg being the good guy Greg is, and he was just being honest about it. Um, he, you know, he has no hard feelings against Marshall at all or anything, but he, um, you know, it, it has got to be different to see your number that you wore for however long that you dominated in, quite frankly, and you're going to have, have a rookie receiver be wearing it. So he just basically, you know, recognized what was done in that jersey and um, what's going to be the expectation going forward. Um, even if they're, if he says they doesn't want to be one, there's going to be an expectation when you see 88 running around on the field. Um, we're not going to be able to help, but remember uh, Greg Olson. So, you know, it's nothing uh, serious really. It was just kind of Greg kind of thinking out loud with, you know, dealing with his jersey being worn again. So um, 
you know, 88 for receiver nowadays is not something you see that too often, which is kind of interesting to me, especially with, you know, this new change and new move for these, you know, you know, smaller jersey numbers, these single digits. Um, and Marshall, who wore six at first at LSU, I think he wore 88, um, maybe his freshman year or something. Uh, he wore 88 at one point in his career. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then, you know, interesting to see. Um, it's going to be weird and different to get used to as Marshall's this, you know, more athletic receiver versus a tight end that we used to see wearing it. So it'll be take some time to get used to. But, um, you know, hopefully he performs like uh, Greg expects him to. <laughs> And I mean, I imagine it's like, I mean, what the most famous receiver I can remember wearing it would probably be Marvin Harrison. He wore 88, didn't he? Yeah, he did. mm-hmm. That'd be the most, you know, um, that'd be the most apparent one that I could think of. And then you have, I don't think it's about different wide receivers. Like current, currently, not very many. No, yeah. I was surprised to see they did a thing about the amount of receivers that wear 11 right now. I hadn't even thought about it. There's a lot of them wearing 11 yeah, right I'm now. sure. I'm sure. Wow. <laughs> and I think that's also. I mean, and our, our DJ, well, like, it's going to be weird. Just like we're going to have Terrace running around with 88. DJ's going to be running around with two. Shy. Well, I mean, have a different 12 on the field with Shy, which I like that he was able to get his number back, yeah. his college number. But then you have Robbie with 11. Like, it was cool last year because we, we had, to a point, I almost think we had 11. We had 10, 11, 12. Like, that was honestly really kind of cool to that have. Was, that was dope. Like, I, was, I was a fan of that, not going to lie. I even think even, you know, one of them was wearing 13 at some point, but I don't think he actually – Played, yeah, I can't remember having the 10, 11, 12. I thought was really cool, and I would like oh, to yeah. see something like that again. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, man, but with you know, back to you know, Greg, Greg and Terrace, I, I was, I'll say this, you know, when you have somebody you know, way or not, and me on a much smaller scale because you know, I only played, I, you know, I only really played in high school, but when you come back to your when you come, when you come back to your games and you see somebody rocking your number, you want them to. You want them to make your number shine. You want them to make the number look good because you know if, if I wore it, I bought out. You at least got to do the same. I mean, there, there, there's a part of you that's going. to I mean, and, and Greg has every right to feel this way. I just, I just retired a few months ago. Why is my number already back in circulation? You know, you know, and I mean, I'm I'm the greatest tight end to ever play here. I'm one of the best in NFL history. Why is my number already back out in circulation? But I mean, again, I get it. Hopefully, to hopefully Marshall plays to the level that you know everybody's saying he can i i, I hope he does as well because we really i mean it'll be we need him to be you know to take the next step i think we really do need him to play well and i, I i'm hopeful that everything works out for him i'm not really a big fan of 88 though as far as like for a receiver number i'm not gonna lie i think i, I, mean, I think the last receiver i've seen more, double, go ahead i say i think any double any double numbers to me is just as cool on as like a single digit like for like seeing 11 or McCaffrey with 22, you know, even I think uh, uh, like Jamal Adams with 33 for the Seahawks, like that looked really cool. Him running around back. I was a fan of that. And so you get, I mean, you get that certain place. I mean, Aaron Donald 99, you know, I think that's where it's like 88 was always cool to me. I always liked it. It was either 88 or, you know, or 89 was, was cool either way, either way with those. And then I, um, I mean, I think it comes down to it's, it's, and it's different. Like in, if you look at like hockey or like, soccer culture like numbers aren't it's not like uh it's not you have to like for a lot of them like like 69 for for hockey like that number for any team it's not even like just for the team he played for for wayne gretzky you have to like you cannot have that number because like that's his number and if you wear that number you're like oh you think you're as good as him for wearing that number but then for other guys like if you're the nine for the team i think it is you're like their hard hitter you're enforcer you're going to beat the like you better be able to beat the crap out of somebody if you're going to wear nine because whoever used to wear nine in in the league whoever made that number famous and it's the same thing kind of with soccer if i'm not mistaken like with seven and ronaldo and stuff like that you know like there's it's like earning rights for it and with the nfl it's not the same you know like and again another impact that cam had that people just don't want to really give him no one was wearing one no but, one was wearing one before cam came in and then like you bring in kyler now what it's kyler to a Justin Fields. A lot of these guys will tell you. These guys, um, these guys will tell you that Cam is the reason why they're rocking number one right now. One hundred percent, because he brought like immediate star. He and he put himself out, but he was like, "I'm that one. Like I'm that guy." He immediately put himself in the spotlight, and he's like, "I'm going to be that one for this team." And so, like that was the thing. And it was kind of like a, I mean, if if it was maybe soccer, or hockey, no one might be wearing one unless they thought they could be exactly what Cam was for their team. You know, you wouldn't see. Like, 
I was kind of like, I mean, like, it's like Russell, like with, you know, he had, had some quarterbacks wearing two and some wearing three, but like none ever wearing one. And that was the, like. The, the only number one I can remember would be, would have oh, been, yeah. would have been Warren Moon. Yeah. And Oilers. that was, I mean, and, and that was the thing. I mean, Cam, for what Warren Moon was for the Oilers, like Cam was for us. I mean, and that was the thing. Sure. Too, it was a big thing. You don't wear that number because Warren Moon, I mean, like you want to talk about, you know, putting a different face in the quarterback position. I mean, that, that was. Especially at a time where, again, like you know, when like when guys like Doug Williams were coming through the league at a time where you know it was, and it's still kind of like it's still somewhat like this, you know, just just the the expectations that that they have for black quarterbacks as far as being lower and not having the mental capacity to be able to lead teams. Warren Moon coming in doing what he did, especially after spending the majority of his career in Canada because he wanted to play quarterback. You know, yeah, it, it was it, it was it was definitely a huge impact. You know, Warren Moon obviously being being the OG of the number one. You know, Cam bringing it to the modern day and making it cool for modern day guys to want to wear that number because number one really isn't a very isn't a very intriguing number for a quarterback. Like it's not like a it's 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 a it's a, eh, it's a okay number, but it, but it's cool now just because you know you've seen so many different guys come in. You've seen so many different guys come in and 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 take on that number one mantra. It's a, it, it it comes with its own aesthetic now because it can. Yeah, and well, Cam can easily. I mean, he could have easily worn two, you know, and just gone with college and done that. That's a quarterback number people have, and he could have easily done that. Ty, you wouldn't have liked that. No, no. When he was coming in, two wasn't available. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I remember that two wasn't available. <laughs> he didn't try, try to get it off of Jimmy too. He tried. He tried yes. to get it, but Jimmy, I Jimmy think was, he wanted it. He whatever, from what I remember. Yeah. God, so we really need to thank Jimmy for everything that Cam Newton was. Because <laughs> Bro, Jimmy, really Jimmy? Jimmy really the godfather of all of this, man. Y'all better stop playing with Jimmy. Like, he really is. Like, I mean, I, I know I'm, y'all think I'm joking, but he really is the reason for all of this shit that we have right now. It's because of Jimmy. Jimmy wants the Cam to run, bro. As simple as that. It's all, it's See, all Cam's celebration. Cam wanted the celebration to be like the Dougie, but Jimmy was already doing that whenever he would soar. So Cam had to change it and do something else. Hey, if we didn't have Jimmy, we wouldn't have Cam. Bro, look, Cam, bro, Jimmy gave us the best years of the best years of Panthers season. Y'all better, y'all look, look, pray homage to to a Panthers legend, Jimmy Jimmy Carson. See, that's and there's a correlation. You know, when Jimmy's not on the team, you know, we've never won a Super Bowl because Jimmy's never been on one of our Super Bowl rosters. Had Jimmy been on 2015 Panthers, maybe we win that game. Could have turned out a little bit different. Who knows? Good lord. <laughs> well, you can tell we're just praying for things to talk about because we're itching for football so bad and this season the more and more i wait for it i'm like okay i'm really ready to go just as a panthers fan as an nfl fan because like yeah yes i love college and i love sports i love nba but like nfl's a different giant and it's it's when when football's back on sunday like your sundays are just better even if i'm pulling it up on crack streams or you know maybe pray to god reddit nfl (laughs) life i can get my all back. They ain't never bringing that back, buddy. I know, That's I know. Stupid copyright infringement. <laughs> but regardless, no matter how you're watching it, no matter what way you're getting the games, we're all going to be sitting down and we're going to be bringing you those analyzations right after those games. But until then, everybody, keep pounding.